Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Talk Busy with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie, and today I'm going to be talking about Nancy Drew. No, I do not mean the book version of Nancy Drew. I mean the CW version of Nancy Drew, which is now my all-time favorite show, okay? CW has had some weird shows. Some of them are really good. Some of them are not so much. But... I'm obsessed with the the Nancy Drew show. I want to say this is the second or third season. I can't remember, but I binge watched it and I'm done and I love it. Um, I know I watched the first season when it first came out. I don't know if there's. I want to say this is the second one, so I haven't. I want to think. I don't know. Anyways, I want to talk about it because I'm obsessed and I have a few different things that I want to say. Okay. So, first off, you should go watch it. It's on, I, I have the CW app. It's free. You can literally watch any CW show that you want. I like to watch Nancy Drew. I used to watch other shows on there, but I'm not as interested anymore, so I don't really watch anything else anymore. It's just Nancy Drew. Um, but... It was, the second season was great. First season was amazing. Well, they're both amazing. Um, okay, so first I do actually want to talk a little bit about the original Nancy Drew, like the books. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. Like, I wonder how many, how many Nancy Drew books are there? I'm not sure. But I know some are written by ghostwriters. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure. If you don't know what a ghostwriter is, it's like someone who writes it under the guise of another author's name. I feel like that would be hard. Um, I don't know if that's actually true or not. I, I don't know. But with how many Nancy Drew books there are, I mean, um, there ha- it has to have a... There has to be a ghostwriter. There are... 56 original Nancy Drew books. Um, oh my gosh, I found this website that ranks them from worst to best. But there's there's definitely more. Hello, Sasha. Dog Gil is right next to me. There's definitely more that were written later. So yes, there has to be ghostwriters. Or like other writers. But there are so many. There's 56 original ones. And there's so many more that like came after that are just like little ones um but like i said 56 books uh ghostwriter i kind of i feel like it'd be so hard to be a ghostwriter though because you'd have to know the character so well to write to write it like writing my own books i look at it and i'm like okay i even have trouble sometimes remembering everything about my characters and keeping them in character let alone, that's why I feel like writing a series would be harder. I write a lot of, I like writing standalones because I like when the, I like it when it comes to a conclusion at the end. When it comes to an end, it just needs to come to an end. And not in shows. Shows are great because they don't, like, I like that they don't, that I, because I have a lot more to watch then. And I mean, it's great that you have more to read when there's series, but it's also, how do I explain it? It's just like, I love reading series, but 
I like reading them when all the books are already out. <laughs> so I don't have to wait. Although I guess I had to wait. Hmm. I did have to wait for another one. I was reading The Thousandth Floor. Is that what it's called? Thousandth. Let's see. The Thousandth Floor. I don't remember. I don't think that's what it's called. A thousand. Hold the phone. Um, but anyways, but let alone being a ghostwriter for it. I mean, that's so much pressure. Oh, it's the the thousand floor series. I'm only on the second book. I need to read the third. I've read the thousand floor, the dazzling heights. Now this towering sky. I haven't read. So that does bother me a little bit that I haven't read it because I, like, want to be just have them all read, you know? Anyways, but, like, being a ghostwriter, it's so much pressure because, like, A, the original author is amazing. So having to write it by, your like, keep that hype up. But also, like I said, remembering everything about the character because, like, you have you have to incorporate things from other books. Like, there's no way you couldn't. Like, obviously, in general, like the character itself, you have to include the things they've learned throughout all the books. But also, you have to like. Wouldn't you want to reference other, other ones, like other books? I don't know. Other things that have happened. It's just, it's weird. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, I was right. It says, I, I literally didn't read this before. Here are all 56 original Nancy Drew books ranked worst to best. Nancy Drew has starred in movies, TV shows, computer games, and comics, but it all started with Nancy Drew books. 56 books to be exact. Published from 1930 to 1979 by Grosset and Dunlap and written by many authors under the pen name Caroline King. That'd be so hard to be a ghost. I feel like I want to be a ghostwriter because it'd be fun and cool. But I'd have to do shorter books and books that aren't as well known. Okay, I guess mostly ghostwriters probably work on ones that are well known now. I don't know. It just seems so difficult. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I just feel like it would be so hard to write as a ghostwriter. Okay, but that's besides the point because we were not here to talk about the books. We were here to talk about the show. Okay, one problem I have with the show, and I feel like everyone has this, this problem with lots of shows and movies. But these characters are... The, uh, the actors are way too old to be playing these characters. And then, like, okay. So, I guess maybe, I guess he wasn't teen dad in the in the movie in the show but like nancy drew's dad looks like he's practically the same age as nancy drew like that bothers me a little especially because i don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen it but at the same time like i should spoil because I just want to talk about it all day long. How about this? Stop this podcast episode right now. 
go watch the show and come back. And if you aren't interested in watching the show, but you want to listen to the podcast, just keep listening. Who cares? Um, <laughs> okay, so one of her friends hooks up with the dad. Remember, <laughs> this is no longer kid-appropriate version of Nancy Drew. This is DCW version of Nancy Drew. My mom, I was telling my mom about it. I was like, oh my gosh, there's this great show, Nancy Drew. Because um, I used to love the Nancy Drew books when I was little. And the, oh, and Hardy Boys. Those two, they're like the same thing, but one's for girls, one's for boys, you know? Anyways, my brother had the like the first 10 books of Hardy Boys, and I he did not read a single one, and I read all 10. So, anyways, those books, I loved them. So, you know, as a kid growing up, I read those. So then I'm telling my mom, I'm like, okay, now I'm watching the show. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. Can Emily watch it? Now, Emily's my little sister. You want to know how old she is? Not even nine. And when I watched it, she wasn't even eight. She was seven. So... I was like, yeah, no. There's like, there's not like any real big sex scenes or anything, but like it's CW, so you don't you don't want your seven year old, eight year old watching that. So, you know, I gotta skip those parts too. But, but, um, I mean, and like I said, not really any sex scenes. It's more that you know what happens. <laughs> Kind of a thing, which will probably go for her head, but it's also kind of scary. Like, there part scared me, man. Although I am a very, I get scared pretty easily. Um, but as I was saying, what was I saying? Anyways, that is one thing that bothered me: the ages of the actors versus the characters. But you know, that's what happens in pretty much all of Hollywood. So I can't really say much about that. I mean, I get bothered in that with that with like so so many movies and shows. So I can't really complain. Uh, what else was I gonna say? I'm sorry. I'm like so tired <laughs> today. So there's that. And then um sorry, I thought I heard them. See, scared cat. I'm a scared. It was literally just the dog. Um, but what was I saying now? Oh, my gosh. I'm stupid. What was I saying? Okay. So, the ages. That thing bothered me. Now, moving on. Um, the first season was all about this ghost. Okay. You know what the funniest thing is? I just realized this right now. All of... The, like, mysteries she's trying to solve are related to her. Like, in the first one, the the first lady, she's, like, trying to figure out what happened to her. Because she's haunting her. It's literally her relative. I'm not going to tell you how she's related. Because, um, I guess I just told you guys to go watch it if you wanted to. So, if you're still here, um, not my fault that you're getting spoilers. I told you that it would happen. Um, anyways, the ghost, the lady, is her mom. Like, her biological mom. 
and her parents were hiding it from her that there that she's not, she's not even adopted she's like a stolen child <laughs> but like her mom died her mom killed herself jumped off a cliff and it was right after she had nancy so then nancy drew's parents were there trying to talk her out of it and took the child and to raise it Nancy to raise Nancy because you know not gonna let the poor child die and be left alone out there and then she finds out that this guy who was another who was a suspect for the death was her dad also her bio well that's her biological dad her adoptive mom and dad were also suspects crazy um and then there's what I like about most shows and i've been noticing it more lately as someone who writes is how some shows do a really bad job of writing the side characters stories but nancy drew did not do this nancy drew's side stories are really good i really liked them like george's especially because she gets she gets um oh possessed She's possessed. She has another soul living inside of her, which is weird. But that's, I mean, that's what happened. And then, what's her face? What's her name? I just lost it. Anyways, she's running this historical society. And she's, like, training to be a witch. I don't know. That was another thing I want to talk about. Um, I'll get to it. And then, um, Ace. Yeah, Ace's side story is weird, but it's good. He has like a lost or like a secret brother. That part was weird and interesting. And I think it's kicked out of his house because his dad's mad at him. And his dad was a police officer, but is deaf. So that ended, I think, when he like he got into an accident and became deaf or something like that. I don't remember. Um, and so like there's a whole thing with that, which I always like watching shows. Because I'm, I'm very interested in ASL. I don't know a lot of ASL, but it interests me. So I like seeing stuff like that, I guess. Um, who else? The dad has a good one. The biological dad has a good one. Once they realize that they're both the parent the dad, that's a fun story. That's a fun thing about it. Okay, but what I wanted to talk about is the witch stuff. Because... Second season especially has a lot of witchcraft. And I think I get, I, I have very mixed feelings as a Christian about watching paranormal shows and movies. Because it's like, they're demonic, which is not good at all. And I think it can let in evil spirits. So it's like, but I've never been convicted. Like, okay, you need to not watch that. So I struggle with watching Nancy Drew sometimes because it's not so much that I've been convicted because I don't feel like the conviction of it. It's more of like a, I've heard other people talk about it kind of a thing. And I don't, I don't know. I, I really think Nancy Drew's fine and it's fun. But in, in a lot of the like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to think about 
Because it's not something you'd think about unless you're Like, if you weren't Christian, you wouldn't think about it at all. And if someone hadn't brought that up to me, I wouldn't have thought about it at all either. But since I, like, Christian TikTok makes it a lot easier to find out about things, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. So I get convicted. I'm not convicted. I'm not convicted of it. I don't, like, I've never had, I know what conviction feels like, believe me. I've never had that feeling of conviction when I'm watching it. It's mostly when I see it on TikTok and I just wonder, I guess, if that makes sense. Oh, my boyfriend's calling me. I need, uh, I'm going to stop this for just a second. I will be right back. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> great talk with my boyfriend. He's amazing. I love him. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so I've never had that feeling, but, you know. Um, that conviction feeling, I've just thought about it a little bit the past couple of days, I guess. Anyways, the last thing I wanted to talk about was, oh, why did I just lose it? Nick. Okay, his name's Nick. Um, he, him and George were together, and then they broke up because George found out that her life expectancy is actually longer than she thought. So really, they were never in, I don't know, that bothers me that they broke up over it. Because, like, why would you get married? Like, I, I understand, but I also am like, but, like, you never really loved each other then, I guess. Well, I guess they did love each other, but it's like, if you really wanted to be with him, why don't you still be with him even though you have longer life life expectancy now? I don't know. Just Just a thought. Anyways, so Nick starts running this youth center which is pretty much what I want to do. I really, really would love to run something like this, except his is just, you know, any youth that wants to come or needs help or whatever. Me, I want to have one that is specifically for students in foster care, um, more specifically teens, but of course, younger kids too. And then, okay, I'm only going to talk about the, the, the like youth center part of it there's so much more to what I want to do and I'm going to get into that in a later episode but right now I'm just going to focus on this one um so this this center would focus on tutoring so tutoring kids and whatever they need having a place for them to feel safe um there will be counselors there and like I said tutors there um there would be respite nights, which is where um, uh, foster parents have like a night off kind of a thing, which it wouldn't be like a whole night. It would be like an evening. So it would be where um, any, any foster parent who wants to drop off their kids, foster and biological or adopted, um, can't leave those that out, um, their kids, because they are their kids, whether they're biological or adopted, or in fo- or their foster kids, they are their kids, so they can come bring their kids to the center, and they would watch movies or have some sort of game night or some event that's fun for these kids. Um, while the parents can have a night, like just some rest time, whether that's them going on a date night to support their marriage or 
literally resting, um, whatever they want to do. It would also have space for them to be creative, um, have space for them to talk, have space for them to really just whatever they need, have someone there to help them. Um, Like I said, there's so much more to this foster care plan that I have um, for helping kids and foster students in foster care. Um, And those who've aged out too, I have a huge plan specifically for them that I really want to work on. And that's probably my biggest thing. But I also really want to work on this youth center. And so I realized I actually might have gotten the idea from Nancy Drew without even thinking about it. without even realizing it because I didn't come up with the idea till spring of last year, which was right after season one, which is when they started talking about it and starting to plan the youth center. So I was like, I probably finished it back in January, whatever, when it ended, I watched the first season. And so now, now that I'm watching the second and I've seen, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I actually got the idea from it and didn't realize it till now. So that was kind of interesting for me to see um but I love how he did it and he had like all these games and art activities for them to do around there and toys and they he helped them with homework that's what I want and I also want counselors there um trauma counselors school counselors uh, like for college college counselors like to get into college stuff um financial counselors just someone that they can talk to for safe, for safety and stuff. That's what I really want to do for these kids. So that is honestly probably my biggest goal at the moment um, is making this happen. So I am praying to God a lot that I can make this happen in time. Trusting him fully. That's something I've been working on. <laughs> um, and giving the glory to him and all of it. And so I just thought that was really cool that I think I learned it from Nancy Drew and got the idea from there. So that's mostly why I wanted to share about Nancy Drew because even though there's witchcraft and sorcery and some demonic stuff in there, you might learn something. I'm not condoning any of that stuff because none of that is good. But you might learn that you need to, that you want to start a youth center or something like that. I don't know. It was just something that happened to me and I think God uses everything whether it's good or evil for good so there you go anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was really fun to make so I hope y'all enjoyed it and I will see you guys for next week's episode have a great rest of your week and God bless